Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura May Pore. Good morning. Good morning to you and to everyone listening. It might be good afternoon or good crazy time of the night. I don't know. Whatever it is, good guys. Live from Asia, okay? I feel like Mr. Rogers, <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Remember that with the shoes and you would tie the shoes on each foot? Oh. Yes. Yes, and that infamous sweater. I need one of those. Mm. I actually got a little red sweater, and it was like V-neck, button-up, and I was like, oh, this is the cutest. It was for Gideon, and so he had little plaid pants and the sweater, mm. and then we get, you know, it's one of those where it's like super cute at home, and you're like, oh, we can pull this off, and then you get to church, and I'm like, I just brought Mr. Rogers to church in infant form. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but luckily, well, you know, he's so smiling my most of the time. Yeah, I oh, know. He's feeling it. He was feeling it. Yes. So red sweater, plaid pants, the whole, yeah, button-down front, whole thing. I love when you love it. your kids so cute. You've got the greatest taste. I, you know, for those of you who don't know this about Laura, she's got great style. I love her style. Oh, please. It's so awesome. <laughs> I do. It's so great. I love when you belt things. And you know what? You were wearing something the other day. I've become a Facebook spy. Have you ever come kind of recluse on Facebook, you know, and – I don't know. It's, <laughs> you become kind of a creeper, you know. So like funny. I'm not really posting anything, guys. I'm just kind of looking right now. I'm just I'm browsing. I'm browsing my friends, and I'm not really. I'm just window shopping. I'm <laughs> window shopping, guys. I just want to check up on emergencies and things we need to pray for. But you know what? I need to plug back in. And with the point of it all was, I saw this cute dress you were wearing. For those of y'all don't know, again, Laura is in Chicago. I am in Texas. Best friends till the end. Two thousand million miles apart. But you look so cute. It was a cute blue dress. You're so and sweet. Your little hair and your little pin. I need to start doing those bobby pins where I do a little side swoop right at the top. Kind of cute. And your long, <laughs> luscious locks. Anyway, you're beautiful. You are too sweet. Thank you. And, you know, I'm I'll have to go find cute. out which picture. Because normally when a picture ends up on Facebook, I'm not like, oh, that's so cute. I'm more like, oh, tag approval. Why did I? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes I'm an idiot. You, I think it was with you and your mom. Oh, okay. You know what? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you about that dress. That was an emergency. Thank you, Dollar Store. Fine. Mm. When I went to Michigan, I wasn't going to stay for the church service because I was going to go home on like Saturday night and try to be at my own church. And then I decided, no, you know, my grandpa is 80. I want to go to church with him and I want to sit with him because he sits all by himself. And you know what, kids? We're just going to stay in Michigan one more day. We're going to go to church with grandpa tomorrow. And But I'm one of those like... I totally believe that God loves you no matter what you wear to church. But I'm also somebody who, if I'm going somewhere that I respect somebody, I'm going to try to look nice for that person that I respect. And the fact is I do respect God. And so that, out of respect for God, I figure if I would dress this way for lunch with the president or lunch with, you know, whatever, my boss, um, I dressed accordingly, you know, for God. And But God knows I couldn't afford Macy's. So I went to the local dollar store down the the street from my grandpa's house, and I'm like, Lord, needs a cheap church clothes and so that was just the cutest and it was like dollar store couture come on oh my goodness it was like eight dollars i think eight or ten maybe i swear and so yeah i've worn it several times since then always get complimented i'm like thank you dollar general (laughs) 
Guys, listen, I don't like to brag about my dollar store couture, but this was $8. I did treat myself to the $8. You know, and it's so yes. funny. When you dollar store it and garage store it, like in, in garage sale like Laura and I, you start to look at things and you're like, what? $9? That's just too much. <laughs> I know. I was wearing a bracelet. My my husband was like, that is a gorgeous bracelet. Where'd you get that from? I was like, are you kidding me? Yard sale. Where do I get any of my bracelets? And so then we're getting ready to, you know, the offering plate is going through church. And he, I go to grab it and he gets this flash of like bright yellow sticker. And he just puts his hand in his head and he goes, oh my word. And I said, what? And he goes, 25 cents, right? 25 cents? Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, there, I forgot to take off the sticker inside. Dad. Well, then I noticed that it was multiple stickers. So I peeled off the top sticker. I was like, check it. This thing was 50 cents once upon a time. And then there was a sticker underneath, and I pulled it off, and it said a dollar. I'm like, I scored on this bracelet. And we're doing this sitting in church, and my husband is dying. He's like, oh, my word. How many people saw you flash your wrist and your 25-cent sticker before we pulled it off in the offertory? It was yeah, just, you're welcome. You know, yeah. said, and Goodwill, Goodwill will stomp it. Does your Goodwill stamp it on there? They're like, Goodwill, 50 cents. Oh, yeah. That or yeah. your shoes. You proud. buy it, and they write the price in permanent yeah. marker. I'm like, come on, guys. Do you have to do Don't that? You know, really but I told my husband, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I like to brag. I told him I don't even care. You know, I, let people know I've spade, spade. Oh my word! Let people, let people know that oh. I spent twenty five cents. I don't even care. And he goes, loud I and do. proud, my friend. <laughs> like, okay, loud and proud. You know what? Seriously, oh, I swear we're going to start to go any second, but <sighs> this is more fun. Because y'all know we don't talk, but once a week, and <laughs> you guys just get carried along for the ride. Laura, guess what I have for you? I have a, I have a surprise. I have a surprise for you, and I want to mail it, and it to be like show up in a surprise. You know how horrible I am at surprises. I'm horrible. Okay, you ready? Okay, you ready? I am. In my little hand, yes. I have for you the VCR version of Top Gun. No way. I still have yes, a VCR. Way. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. That's what I love about you. You know what? I, seriously, Top Gun for me, and if you listen to the show, it's great, but I'm going to catch y'all up if you don't. I seriously love Top Gun. It relates to every spiritual battle in my life, okay? God is up there with me. He's Maverick. I'm Goose. What have you? You're going to know all these references, all the references I've given you over the past, like, three or four years now, all the references where I'm like, Laura, speak to me, Laura, speak to me. And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, eject, Laura. You're, right. you're like, huh, listen, you're talking crazy, Jeff. Now you're going to know. And I'm really excited about that. So, and I'm going to go, the real gift we all know is going to the post office, like actually walking down there, putting it in the thing That's the real gift. That means so. that I need to find a copy of Facing the Giants to send you. Oh. Now, granted, they didn't yes. make it on VHS because it was past yeah. that time. However, I may even just send you my own personal copy that I have cried Ooh. over and prayed through. Possibly the kids have scratched. You may miss a couple of scenes. I don't know. But you'll get most <laughs> of it. So you'll get the gist of it. They, I'll give you a hint. They win at the end. You know, a typical football movie. But it, I'm just going to, you know, disclaimer. <laughs> what do they call it on Facebook? Spoiler alert. But I'm guessing in Top Gun, some pr- crazy good things happen at the end, too. So, you know. Um, yeah, and you know, okay, it's so not, also, there's, a part, there's a part in there not really for the kids, FYI. You know, it's kind of like for mom time. Okay, but so I'll watch it with It's an money. old 80s. And the reason I watch it is because I, spiritually I think that, you know, we take off and do battles all the time. And I feel like when God sends us out, the enemy is the first one to send, you know, what do they call them? I can't believe I can't think of it. Uh, bogeys. Bogeys. How can I never forget? Bogeys. Against you. And, I mean, it's really true. You go out there, you try to do something, and you – 
you know, God's calling you, and right away you still shot down in a lot of instances. And so that's just kind of where I get my little rascal craziness. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so okay. much. Well, you know what? Okay, seriously, starting the show now, guys. We it's two words. That's our that's our show. And I'm not I don't even know how to tie in anything, but who cares? Beep, beep, okay. Well, can I, I? I have one other thing that we have to cover real quick before we yeah. tie in. So this Do will it. give you like two more minutes to brainstorm. Um, we mm-hmm. have a guy who I I told him he would be mentioned on the show today, so he's going to have to listen and get some clues. Um, Jack. I, you know, for prior or for privacy's sake, I guess we won't mention his last name. Jack H. We'll go with is mm. a apparently a loyal chicks fan because over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, he said, "Hey, I was wondering how I could get a signed photo," and he sent us his name and his address. And so I said, "Well, that's really nice that you'd ask, unless you need it downsized to a dartboard, of course." And we may not work so hard at getting your photo. And so he says, "Well, I never, I don't own a dartboard yet, and I would never harm an innocent photo." So he said, ah, you know, I said, how would you, how'd you become a chick fan? And he says, I love Christian comedy. And we're like, okay, cool. We'll talk about what we can do. And then I do remember that we talked about it, but we never, never got him anything sent out. Well, then we May 11th, we, we May 11th, another message we... comes through. <laughs> May 11th of this year. So we're talking a year and four months later. Uh, Jack, Jack says, hey, I was wondering how I could get a signed photo. And then he gives us phone <laughs> name and address again. <laughs> And so I said, you know what? We are going to mention you on the show today. Listen in and find out how. So in a split moment, we need to decide. I was thinking if it's going to be an 8x10 photo, you know, we could probably print even our profile pic or something um, because it's got the two of us on there. Um, We could totally get one printed. Now, how we'd sign it. Now, Jack, please understand, we do live 8 billion miles apart, so we would have to get Jessica to the mailbox. That's tough, but we can try. This is so hard to get me to the the mailbox. Get it to me, and then it may take another week or so. That's that's a graceful, really thinking highly of myself. May take another week like, for wow. me to sign it Ooh. and get it back in the mail. But you're in Indiana, so once it leaves my post office, man, you'll have it, like in days. So I was thinking, if it's an 8x10 photo, what do you think? He should bring like 8 to 10 fans to the chick page and like, hey, I'm trying to win a photo or something? Or I think that's a great idea. Home. I think that's a fantastic idea. Or mail us a Mercedes, and then we will oh. send you a photo. I, you know, I don't know. I'm, just trying, I'm throwing out ideas. I'm just trying to brainstorm. I'm just trying to come up with something really good. No, I'm just teasing. That's a really good idea. Oh. I would love eight new likes. That would be fantastic. Eight new likes would, you know, motivate me to the post office. Yes. So, so Jack, what you need to do is tell your friends that you're trying to win a photo. And the, hey, you know, busy moms, this is this is going to take us a little sweat work, but we are totally willing to do this for you. All we're asking That's is that line. you let your friends know you're trying to win a signed photo, and all you need to do is have eight people come to the page and say, Jack sent me, and that's all you have to do. So that sounds easy, right? Oh, then I, there's a and a year and a half. Walgreens, a Walgreens Photoshop right there, too. you got a boop, boop, and a little photo center. I love that little thing. You just pop in the thing and yes. print off the thing. Hmm. And you know, you know how we could transition to <laughs> for the show that we actually had planned? Um, I love that Jack is persistent because so many times in life we ask for something and then if it doesn't come through, we're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's never going to happen. And you know, Jack, I appreciate too that you didn't come back and say, hey, losers, how come you yes. never got back to me? And dorks, how, what, I'm asking for a photo. Is that too much to ask? Like you never even responded. Ugh. Well, we did respond. But I love that he was just like, hey. Think I could get a signed photo? <laughs> and that is oh, so my how gracious. God treats us so much mm-hmm. because he doesn't he doesn't say, Hey, where you been? He's like, Hey, welcome <laughs> home. Glad to have you, you know, back where you belong. And 
I love that God wants us to be that way too. In our persistence, in our prayers, in our asking. It's like if he says no right now or if now is not the time and we come back later and say, hey, Lord, about that, you know, about that house or about that new dishwasher or about that broken window that I can't afford to replace. About that. Um, is there anything you can do? God loves when we come to him in humility and when we come to him in patience, understanding that there's a right time for everything. And his love is so good to us and so forgiving Mm -hmm. and so merciful and so gracious that he always receives us the same. Always. Like it doesn't ever change. And Jack, thank you for being a great transition piece because I love Jack's, Jack's message from January 2014 is identical. Like I think he possibly cut and pasted from his January message 2014 to May 2015. Like, hey, can I get a photo? <laughs> and oh, that but makes wait a minute. So it's the want... exact same verbiage. Is this a scam? I'm teasing, Jack. <laughs> um, no, it's it is pretty much. It's a, exactly the same. It looks like maybe like a cut and paste. <laughs> He wasn't, he's like, hey, you know, I'm still here. I still want it. And you know in the Bible, that lady, the Canaanite woman who stood outside and was like, Lord, please come help me. Lord, please come help me. And the disciples are like, hey, you want us to send her away? And he goes, no, you know, you know, she could stay. And she's asking God to help her. And he goes, you know, even, um, it says, why would you come to me? You know, because she wasn't, she wasn't a Jewish woman. Why would you come to me and ask Oh, I was just warned. We have ninety seconds left. Whatever. So anyway, you know, that's so just a warning. Goes, that's just like a that's a you know that's a that's a prelim to it. She'll just keep going for like another little while. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, this woman says, "Lord, would you help me?" And he says, "Why would you know? Why would you ask me? Because I I have come you know to the Jews." And she says, "Yes, but even I love her. The way she says it is." Even in the king's table, the dogs are allowed to eat the crumbs that fall off. And so in that, she was acknowledging, like, look, I know that I'm not a Jew. I know I'm not your chosen people. But I know that even the vile animals that live in the kingdom are allowed to get just a taste of what the royalty is allowed. And he said, woman, great is your faith. And he was so proud of her because persistently she said, Lord, I need your help. Lord, I need your help. And he was not – He was not ever not going to help her, but he was increasing her faith by allowing her to ask continually. He was increasing her faith in him and increasing her worth in herself. And I love that God does that to us, too, because he loves us and he sees us as valuable, but even when we don't. And sometimes when you have this weight, it's like, go ahead. No, no, you go. Sometimes when you have have this weight. It's because he wants us to know that we are worth it, like which almost seems like reverse psychology. You know, because it's like, well, if he doesn't give it to us, then we feel worthless. Well, no. I mean, he gives it to us and we keep asking because then if I answer, if I get an answer to prayer and I've only prayed for 30 seconds, right? God feels like a genie. He does. Like rub the magic bottle and then boop, my prayer is answered. I'll tell you what, when I've prayed for six months about something or when I've prayed for a year about something, do you know how much closer I feel to God when I've waited and when I've invested that time? Then it feels like a relationship like God is my father and he loves me and he wanted to give this to me. Like you needed the right time. And it's so different than this magical answer to prayer. And I feel his lo- I don't know about you, but I feel his love more in the trials than I ever do in the mountaintops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that his, you know, even the words we speak to ourselves and the things that we tell ourselves, are really big. I mean, I I read in Psalms this morning. I'm not going to say that. 
I sound like such a natural. <laughs> but guys, listen, it's a struggle for me. I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest. But I read in Psalms that the power of the tongue or the tongue has the power to hurt and to heal. And, you know, I really got to thinking about that, you know, not just in, at first I thought, well, what do, what do I say to other people? You know, do I encourage other people, you know, like Jack or like Mark or like, you know, Melissa or like all of our fans? I just named three. But you know what? They're a good three. <laughs> all right. They're a great three. And we love every second out of But they give and us Lisa. these words. We have two Lisa. So that's five. And two Lisa's five. Yes. I mean, guys, we're almost <laughs> on the second hand here. Okay. The point is, the, the words that they give One us more. are so Let encouraging. Let us know you're listening. Jack, when Jack listens to the show, we're double-handed. <laughs> oh, right, that's good. All right? Chew on that. Chew on that for a little bit with a little bit of thought. But the words that they give us are so encouraging and so uplifting, and they're healing. You know, we say encouraging and stuff like that, but they're healing to us. And so uh, that's the first right. thing I thought about is, you know, how you project out to other people. But then I started thinking about how I project to myself. And to my kids, and I remember praying a long time ago, I think when we had another show called Words, that's why this was Words. Mm-hmm. I was going to do Words too, but I thought, two words? Anyway, the point is, um, <laughs> you know, when we, speak these words, when we speak these words to ourselves, uh, I really prayed about, God, let me be more positive to myself. Let me be more encouraging to me and the, and the things and the promises that you've given me. Because so many times, God, you're like, you know, I'm going to bless you, Jessica. And I'm like, no, 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 honestly, I'm fine. I, you know, I've got this, this iced tea. I'm fine. No, I, or I don't deserve it. God, I, I'm not at a point mm-hmm. where I deserve any of this. And so, no, I want to shut that out. And, you know, you know, I'm just being real and being honest, you know, looking in the mirror sometimes, you know, there's like, where's that extra wrinkle coming from or this, that, and the other. And God is really coming in and he hasn't, he doesn't, I think, fully, like, I don't want to say, oh, no, he's answered this prayer and I'm, you know, healed of this thing. It's in the process. God is in the process of healing me and making, you know, me see me as he sees me. And so over this past year, it's been really great. I mean, he talked about it's not poof out of a genie bottle. I mean, sometimes it is. I don't know. You know, he works mysterious ways. But a lot of the time for us, Laura and I, in our experience, it's a while. You know, it's a process. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back at a year and I'm able to say to myself in the mirror, hey, you know, rascal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's just from God's love. And, and you know, in the same Don't and we do telling the same myself, thing to you know, our kids? Yes, yes. Because like we love them. I'm like, I want you to work for this because I want you to appreciate it. I want, and I do that because I love my kids. But then yeah. I want God to give me, do you know I'd be a spoiled Christian brat? If God gave me mm. everything I wanted exactly when I wanted okay. it, I would be just like other brats, you know, in the world. Yeah. That my, I think I told you one time my daughter says, when I have kids, I'm going to give them everything they want anytime they want it. I said, I will never baby <laughs> ever. She says, but you will be their grandma. I said, I don't care. If you give your kids whatever they want, whenever they want, they will be such brats. I don't want them in my house. And she's like, oh. <laughs> you know, find somebody else. You, They'll be so happy with you. You'll never have to let anybody else watch them. You'll give them everything they want. <laughs> but I'm glad. I don't do the same. I don't do that for my kids. Why would I expect God to be a lesser parent than I am? You know, I do it because I think it's good parenting to make them earn yeah. things and make them appreciate things. So, hello, I need God to be a good parent <laughs> to me, too, because he loves me. Yeah. He really loves me. It's really one of those, you know, and that's, it, it all, if all your words fail, and if everything that you can't muster in a moment, the two words to remember are his love. His love, his love, his love, his love. I mean, just keep, sometimes you just got to repeat it. Maybe sometimes in saying other words, you just repeat his love, his love. I mean, the words that we give to other people are important. The ones we give to ourselves are important. The ones we give to our children are important. The ones we give to God are even more 
more, 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 more important. Does that make sense? Does that was that a sentence? Even more, more important. Anyway, the point is, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he loves to hear and from just, us, just like you said. He loves to hear from us. Right. And on the show description, I said his love. Can it really be enough? It really, mm. really can. And the reason is because so many times when we get down, we are we're thinking inwardly. You know, I decided on Mother's Day, I was not, I said, for Mother's Day, I don't, I think I even said on the show, I don't want to do anything in the kitchen. I just don't. It's selfishly, because yeah, I right. despise domestic <laughs> duties. Well, then we decided it was a nasty, rainy morning, but somehow we were getting sunlight in the afternoon. We had prayed that we could have Wayne's mom over, maybe do a cookout, you know, because she was dying for food on the grill. She's like, it's been such a long winter. I would just love food on the grill. So we had hoped, 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 and finally the sun starts shining. I'm like, all right, hurry up. Be over here at 3 o'clock or whatever. We're going to cook out because it's supposed to rain again later. It poured buckets this morning, but God gave us this little bitty window of time. Yeah. Of course, because it had been so forecasted for rain, our, my kitchen was just a wreck on Sunday morning. And so I'm in there, and I'm doing dishes, and I'm doing dishes. And then we come home from church, and I'm trying to do more <laughs> dishes to get it clean so we can start our messed cookout. Up, and up. Wayne goes, honey, the one thing you didn't want to do is dishes. And I said, you know what? I thought about that. And I said, and I'm going to mention it on the Chick Show this week because the difference was <laughs> my focus was on somebody else. And all of a sudden, I didn't care about doing oh, dishes. Yeah. Inwardly, hmm. when I was like, it's Mother's I don't want to do dishes. Well, that all changed my, when my perspective changed and I realized I want to do this for somebody else and I want it. I want her to come in and I want to be able to cook everything. And, you know, you cannot function in a dirty kitchen. It just is not going to happen. Yeah, I wanted to be able to grill. We picked like five different things to grill for her. And so we were all excited. And all of a sudden when the focus was on her, um, it it changed everything. I didn't mind doing dishes as much as I selfishly said I don't want to touch a dish that day. It was just different. And with God's love, when we feel like we are not enough, man, when you put the focus on somebody else and you're saying, God, I'm doing this for you. I'm living this life for you. I am surviving this day because you love me. I am going to be kind to someone else because you love me. It can so radically change our perspective that all of a sudden the problems that we had and those hateful things that we were thinking, like I'm telling you, in violence, I was like, I'm not looking. I'm not going in the kitchen that day. Not for Mother's Day. I'm not doing it. All that changed is my perspective and the words. I'm doing this for her, and all of a sudden, everything was different. The circumstances, nothing changed. Absolutely nothing in my circumstances as far as, you know, like me doing dishes. But all of a sudden, my focus was different, and my motive was different. My intention was different. It was out of love for her. All of a sudden, those dishes didn't matter anymore, and I found joy in doing them. And if we focus on God's love for us, and our love reciprocated back to him, man, I'm telling you, it can change your whole day. And, yes, it really can be enough because it will absolutely rock your world. It will change the reason you do everything you do and the reason you say everything you say to yourself. I asked Mm -hmm. my daughter the other day. She says, I'm not good at anything. I'm ugly and whatever. I said, who created you? She said, God. I said, God doesn't make ugly. God doesn't make stupid. I said, and you cannot say those things anymore because God loves you so much that he made you a beautiful, unique creation. And I said, when you think about the God who made you, understand that when you talk down on what he made, you're talking down on God's masterpiece. You can't do that. He doesn't make mistakes. So absolutely, his love, you're so right. I love that that was your idea for this morning. 
because it really is an idea. Please, I'm so sure. An hour before showtime, God, God, God inspires. I think just so many awesome things. Laura and I, we're just in awe. You know, I'm in awe of God and how He comes through every Wednesday. Because y'all don't know, we're procrastinating. Seriously, we're two of the most adiadistic. Is that even a word? (laughs) Adiadistic, procrastinating. You know, moms in the trenches. And every Wednesday, God, God calls. And even if I swear, I for me, it's probably just for me. <laughs> it's just for me. So uplifted. Or me. Bye. There's two of us. <laughs> There's two. Now we're on a, almost a full two hands, and I'm getting to toes. And I just, I'm so first, where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst. It just takes two of us. Ooh. And he's there. Ugh. Welcome, God. <laughs> I love it. Oh, awesome. man. Well, you know what? Um, let's pray for the show. Let's both pray. Let's do this in a twinit. And okay. I'll start. <laughs> I'm so bossy, and this is how it's going to go. And, and after we pray, can you give us a rundown on your show Saturday? Because we have, we have like oh. six minutes before we totally get cut off. But I want to know yeah, about your show. Yeah. All right, well, let's pray. Super important. Father, I just thank okay. you for words. And I forgive you. I ask for forgiveness, Father, for the words that aren't, uh, aren't pleasing to you. And so I just ask that you would just separate me from, from that shame and from that guilt. And no more should-haves or could-haves or would-haves. Thank you for forgiveness and grace that just erases it, erases the dry erase board, Father. You know, Abby loves to play on a dry erase board, and I think every time she erases it, that's how beautiful grace is. It's clean. It's clear. Yeah. And so I thank you that you give us clean slates, not just every day, every moment, every couple of minutes for me. And I thank you for that, <laughs> Father, that grace, that unending love that comes from you. I thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. I mean, that is so powerful and beautiful. I thank you for blessing everyone that's listening, Father, even the ones that aren't listening. You know what? Bless your people, Father. We call out and we just thank you for your love and we praise you, Abba. And we are in awe of your majesty and your glory and just how awesome you are. Help me to just repeat those words all the time. Help us to remember that words have the power to heal. You gave us these words and the spirit and this power to heal. And it is real, Father, when you go up to your sister and you say, how can I pray for you? Or you just give a hug, Father. Or you say, you know what? You look fabulous. You know, what, Father, thank you for giving us the words. Give us your words. They're never our words. And I thank you that those have the power to heal greater than any medicine that's ever been created by man. And I thank you for that, Lord, that when somebody comes on the show and says something to us, that beautiful healing comes over us from Laura and I sometimes wounded by what are we doing? And we were just thankful, mm-hmm. Father, that you just come in and it's for you. It's for you. So thank you. We just give you every Wednesday. We give you every day. We thank you for grace and forgiveness and for words. And so the words my friend always gives me, she makes me want to cry. And I just love that. And so I pray that for somebody listening, that they would have that whisper, your whisper in their ear, Father, of how much they are loved today. In Jesus' name. Amen. And, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. I'm reminded this morning of that verse that says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I know that our words cannot be fixed unless our heart is fixed. So I would just pray that if somebody has problems um, talking down on themselves or being discouraged or, or being angry with others or just whatever whatever those words are that they want to change, help them to realize that the heart has to change because it's out of the abundance of our heart that the words come. And so I would just ask that you go to the root of the problem, which I know you always do, because you want to cleanse us like that dry erase board. You don't want to just cover it up. You don't want to put a piece of paper on top so that we can write something new. You're like, no, let me go all the way to the bottom and really wipe it clean. I don't want any memory of what was there before. 
So I'd ask that you give them the courage to come to you and say, God, forgive me for the bitterness that's in my heart. Forgive me for the self-hatred that I have. Forgive me for... Mm -hmm the lack of trust that I have that you would create something beautiful in me. So please allow them to have the courage to forgive themselves for thinking incorrectly because the fact is you breathed life into each one of these people that you hand-fashioned. You said in Jeremiah, in my mother's womb I was formed by God. So we know that every person alive today was formed by you, breathed life into by you, and that you do not make mistakes. So please help encourage their hearts. Help them to get to the root of it. And like Jessica said, the Bible is so important for helping us in the morning because then it radically changes our focus for the day. Help them to fix their hearts so that they can see you through your word the way that you see them. And through grace, that beautiful white as snow erase board. God, we just thank you that um, that you do want to fix our hearts and that you know what you're dealing with. We can't come to you with any surprises. We come to you and say, God, it's ugly, and you say, mm-hmm. yes, I know, <laughs> and you take care of it. And I just thank you. And I would ask that anyone have the courage to ask you for that same thing this morning. Come, Lord, heal my heart. And if you need to know how to heal a heart, read Psalms. David knows, man, up, back and forth, up and down. David knew what it was like to sin against God and to repent, to have great conversation with God and to feel like God was a thousand miles away. He knew. So start there in Psalms and God can radically fix your heart. God, thank you for fixing my heart when I need it and help my words to reflect that. I pray in your name with 30 seconds left. Amen. (laughs) Amen. That's all we need. Uh, All right, well, tune in next week. I'll tell you, I'm going to leave you a cliffhanger. It was phenomenal. The show was awesome. The next week we'll talk about it. Okay, all right. I love you, friend. Christian comedy chicks, website, Christian comedy chicks, blah, 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 all that stuff. I love you, friend. You are awesome. I love you, too. Until next week. Next week. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other